wasn't sure what was going on. You're good. You're good. We are live on Mundo. Nice. Um, cool beans. So, to start off, since that's how we always start off, um, how has everybody's weeks been? Uh, my Monday and Tuesday were crazy productive. Uh, uh, yesterday, I guess, was too. Yeah, pretty good week so far. Yep. Just cracking out pages, so. I saw you got a new Dope. workstation. Well, it's just newly cleaned. Nice. <laughs> uh, it, if the rest of my house looked like my office did, I, I probably would have been on hoarders. Um, <laughs> Ugh, I, had, I had a path cut out, you know, to get to my desk. Oh, man. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. It wasn't stacked to the ceiling, but it, there was shit everywhere. Not shit, because that actually is on hoarders. But, um, Woof. Yeah, no, it was it was just a mess. So I, I put things in their place and snapped a picture. Oh, but the desk on the left actually is new. Nice. Um, with my little makeshift drafting board. And it, it for, I think, a book and a half, I was just drawing pages on my lap on the couch. <laughs> and um, I got tired of that. It wasn't any good. And then I sat on the floor. I got to sit on the floor for a while because I was... I don't know. I was in the mood to... St- I don't know. It, it was weird. I was in a weird place. But uh, now I'm back in the studio and it feels good. <laughs> so you start most of your stuff on paper, right? Um, It depends on the project, honestly. This one, I wanted it to look um, hand-drawn. So. Yeah. And I can, I can fool that digitally, but it, it's always just going to look... Uh, like I'm fooling it, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It, my, my pen and paper stuff looks much different than my digital stuff, so. Cool. Sure. Mm-hmm. When did you start doing more pen and paper stuff? Because I know that wasn't always a thing. Oh. We good? Sorry. Yeah. When did you... Um, when, no, it's always been a thing. I had a lot of... Uh, I have a lot of digital stuff, but uh, Rough and Tumble was pen and paper. Most of Dead Palace was pen and paper, so it's always yeah. been around. Yeah, yeah. So. I just... Uh, I felt like you were moving more primary in this, but... Who knows? I don't. Yeah. How's, how's everybody else been? Um, the weekend was uh, was pretty busy. Um, I actually got to do some more hands-on stuff outside, which felt fantastic from not being able to do that. Um, I had to redo the front brakes on my, on my new truck that I've got. Um, I had to do full calipers, brake lines, brake pads, everything. So it felt wow. fantastic to actually get underneath a vehicle again and get sure. my hands dirty. Sure. Um, it's a it, it's a very calming thing at the same time. A very yeah. It could also be very angry <laughs> mm-hmm. at times. So, but uh, it, it felt good to to do some work and save myself four hundred dollars. Um, yeah. So I would do that anytime I can. Um, I was teaching my in-laws some uh, new board games, new card games that we had tonight um, that we had just bought. Um, I played Settlers of Catan for the first time. Still haven't good. played that. Is it any fun? It's, it's, it is it's really, real fun. It is really good. Very, like, <laughs> the game looks strategic. so fucking boring from the bottom. No, it's not. It's, okay. it's cool. You can you can trade with people. Like you can like make alliances or whatever to make to, to benefit you here and there. Um, it's very cool. Um, it's a much more peaceful monopoly. Yes. Yeah. Peaceful, faster <laughs> monopoly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited by that. That sounds it's good. good. It's way good. So. But yeah, uh, it's it's been a pretty good week. Baby's been pretty good the past three or four days, sleeping through the night. So we've actually been able to get some sleep here recently. So that's nice, awesome, man. That's, that's yep. You're you're probably starting to crest that little period I've where been she stops too damn much. 
and it's because I've been up too damn too long at night. Yeah, I think you're probably starting getting getting close to cresting that little period where she realizes what a sleep schedule is. Right. She starts to sleep at night more uh, in longer spurts than she does during the day. Right. Um, hopefully, if not, sorry. Good luck. Me too. Hopefully. <laughs> this is yeah. Actually, me me too. Me three. Mm-hmm. Um, Bobby, how's your week been, homie? My week's been good, man. Uh, it's been it's been an interesting week. A lot of transitional stuff happening with me, uh, but been able to play a little Fire Emblem. Had some really good stuff at work going on. Had some some good time with the family. Uh, it's been a pretty productive week. I'm like, I think three episodes away from finishing the boys, and that's been is, it, is that show good? Yeah, it's it's, it's very good. Uh, it's it's pretty a very good. interesting time for it to come out. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's, uh, it's like it's, it's all relevant. <laughs> like every yeah, it's, scrap it's, of content oh, is relevant. It's like you're watching, you're just like, okay, yeah, oh boy, and you can literally like apply any of the formulas they're going through to pick this headline, apply it, and yep. it seems to fit pretty well. Um, Did anybody read the books back in the day? Was it like it that back then, or are they adapting it to fit now? Um, or are we just stuck in a time loop and? Everything was just as relevant then as it is now. I did not get a chance to uh, read the books in the past. I think that they're actually on sale right now. Um, I can't remember what what site has them on sale, but you can get like a lot of the digital versions pretty cheap. Nice, um, Eric in the yeah. chat. Eric in the chat. He read he read all of them, and the, it's pretty similar. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, there's. There's some stuff changing outside of the show that uh, I wanted to bring up, if I could. And yeah, so, yeah, hit us hit us with that. So, I, I just want to go ahead and say it up front. I'm, I'm going to be stepping away from the show. Um, I've got some, some creative things going on outside of the show that need a bit more attention, but also just some things in life uh, that need my presence a bit more. And uh, I... I, I don't know if you all realize this or not, but I don't make any money doing this, and so like my time commitment <laughs> outside of the show needs to go to uh, my my job, and then the the social life that I I need to be putting a little bit more effort into right now, and just balancing some stuff out. Um, but I decided that I would rather be a friend and a fan right now than a, a, a weekly contributor, and I think that. It'll allow me to be a bit more, more present in areas I need to be, and then also more present, like in the relationships with the guys of the show, outside of it. And I, I will have a reason not to just hit them up to talk about the show, and maybe just find out, like, hey, what are you up to? Like, what are you eating tonight? Want to do something? And like, have more time for playing games with people, and all those things that are very well and good. Um, it's super. Super, super, super rough to do. Um, it's not very bittersweet. Yeah. Um, look, I'm I'm old enough that I've I've been around the beat a few times to do stuff like this where I I know when I need to like pause and put my efforts elsewhere and do some other things and do my best to to help out on a wide array of things because I could go down a deep rabbit hole of only talking about video games with people who like to talk about video games and get lost in the thick of that but um yeah. everybody that's like been around like that's helped us grow 
and that has welcomed me into this this group like I, I really appreciate it um, all of you that are here at Nerdy Bits that have made me feel very welcomed and supported like it means the world to have that but I'm also like very stoked because we got good friendships that I can put more effort into and that's that's where I see a lot of happiness right now is doing that rather than like running the show and I, I do another podcast outside of this one I'm like trying to balance all that stuff is just a lot and um, that's how my week's going. A lot of self-reflection yeah, and realization <laughs> and uh, learning to, like, pump the brakes in certain areas to excel in other. So, Sure. Did you being, uh, being self-started and self-motivated and being an entrepreneur very much is uh, dependent on how and when to say no. Mm-hmm. So I understand this completely on, uh, you know, throttling the, you know, Narrowing your aim, I guess, right? Yeah. So I, I get that completely. Throwing a choke yeah, on the old shotgun. Well, I'm such a nerd. Um, <laughs> Bobby, I have one question. Did you yeah. specifically do this while Eric was out of town so he wouldn't cry on camera? <laughs> I was hoping he would because when I first started, he had just played uh, Hellblade. And so I was brought into this through the tears of Eric, and I was hoping to leave through the tears of Eric. But, Jesus. Um, you know, maybe maybe, maybe another time I can just pop in and lurk a little bit and whisper sweet nothings to him and see if he'll cry for me then. But uh, Yeah, I there think, you go. <laughs> Panda says it's all the more reason for you to come back next week and do it again. Here's what, I, here's what I think will happen. I think that... I thought he said uh, renounce. I'm like, what? <laughs> a, few, <laughs> a few months, weeks, etc. Get through it. Like, I'd love to be uh, a guest spot on here. Uh, but we'll see how that goes. Like, I think what Caleb and I talked about earlier tonight was, you know, these transitions in podcasting. Like, if you've been around podcasting long enough, the face changes, but the heart stays the same. And I think that you're going to see that here with these guys. And they've got some really cool stuff in the works. And I'm excited to, to celebrate and promote that in a different way than I have been for the last several months. So very much uh, it's a bittersweet thing, as Caleb said. But I'm, I'm excited about what's in the future for both myself and the show. For what it's worth, you're the only person I know and can get a hold of easily that does anything with Nintendo. So... Boom. Well, Nintendo's got a big fall coming, so just uh, set your calendars for those for sure. If there's no reason to stay in touch with you, you've got that. Yeah, the Nintendo the Mushroom guy. Kingdom, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, well, I know that. Uh, well, first of all, thank you for being a part of this since I think January, um, yeah, when January. we we kind of got things really rolling with the group of four, and kind of helped this take off um sad to see you go but um we've we've spoken about this uh, previously like watching you leave <laughs> <laughs> hate to see you go love to watch you leave um no one's that ever soft, really that... gone oof oh man I, why haven't we got another star wars trailer that's a whole nother topic yeah. um but yeah dude um all uh all, all confidence and props towards what you've got going on and yeah. it was a pleasure having you around yeah, um, I, <laughs> Eric is emoting with butts in the chat because mm-hmm. okay, um, yeah, dude. Um, yeah, looking forward to having you on as a guest, and who knows, doing uh, some other stuff. So, hey, I have a request. If he's going to be the Nintendo guy, 
can we, in reference to the Mushroom Kingdom, can we call his segment the Mushroom Tip? <laughs> yep. Cool. Yikes. Yep. So the soft clothes mushroom tip. I'll be here all Wow. <laughs> there it is. Uh, all right. Well, merch. On that note, People are saying merch. <laughs> they want merch with the soft clothes mushroom I'm going to hit tips. up Reggie now that he's not doing anything either and see if he can help me out. His body's ready for these soft clothes. And see His last I... name is Phil Zami. <laughs> oh, Oh, boy. oh god bad jokes bad jokes but um i know that uh bobby you've got some early 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 morning stuff going on um yeah. so where you were planning on saying adios and then actually saying adios is that still your your adios. plan my friend don't door hit me on the way out <laughs> it depends on how fast you move in your soft clothes honestly and then there were three. Please hold while the host adjusts all of the fucking nameplates, because that's a thing. Uh, and then, yeah, Panda, he had some early, early morning stuff going on, and his dog was has been kind of sick all day. Um, he ate some stuff last night and has been real out of it. So I gave him the option to leave uh, as soon as he needed to. So he wanted to take off. Uh, CBD brownies? What is this? I don't... Okay, whatever. So, there's three of us now. Um, and if you haven't noticed, uh, Eric's not here. <laughs> I almost said Bobby's not here. I don't know if you yeah. noticed. I don't even Bobby's notice. Bobby's not here. Um, yeah, if you didn't notice, Eric's not here. And uh, in his place right now, we have Sketch Sawyer, who's been on the show twice now, Ben? Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Sweet. Um, so... He's going to fill in today because we had another fall through and all that stuff. Um, and we're going to talk about toxicity in the gaming industry as our main topic. But before we get to that, I wanted to go through what <laughs> Sarge pointed to himself when said when I said toxicity. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, you've got the three of us. Um, I'm Caleb, you know, one of your hosts with me, as always, is Sarge. And we have our guest, Sketch Sawyer. Um, we're going to do some news real quick before we dive into the main topic. Because um, there's been some actually interesting stuff going on this week. Um, first and foremost, um, Ben, did you get access to that doc, by the way? I did. Did that work? Cool beans. Mm-hmm. Um, so for fans of Anthem, it's a shame Bobby left already. Uh, Anthem's actually getting its Cataclysm mode and update. And there's a trailer with update notes. Um, I don't know if anybody's watched this. Has anybody watched this already? No. It's it's interesting. Yeah. It's I don't know how to feel about Anthem. I'm kind of waiting for uh, it to come out before I download it again. I don't want to be the first wave. I don't want to download a thing and be like, I'm going to invest some time and then get kicked in the teeth with it. I never actually paid for it. Uh, I was playing the trial. I think I probably still have like 22 minutes left on my trial. (laughs) Yikes. uh, I didn't play much when it was fresh because it just had a shitload of errors and, and connection issues and then by the time everybody stopped playing uh, you know I just I never got in so I don't know like I, I, I feel like I dodged the bullet on this one but. for sure for sure yeah I uh, I played for I was with the group of people that played for a while and yeah. then eventually we all hit that wall right where we got through a bunch of the stuff and then it didn't turn around and have an end game so we were like well, fuck, and I <laughs> installed it before February ended. So, wow. 
Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens because I want that game to be successful and I want Bioware to be successful, but at the same time, like, how long do you give them a chance? Right. Well, if you're, if, I mean, if you already paid for it, it's do, right. I, I do what it. Destiny and Warframe players do. Hop in for the new content, you know, and yeah. give it a whack, and if you like it, then keep playing. But, well, the bad thing is if you don't own it, you're taking the op- you're going to watch some people stream this, it or, the, that, yeah, or the, get, the, get opinions from friends and then yep. you're still unsure if it's something that's going to be worth that in the end just because of how it started <laughs> and, then, and then here's the uh, conundrum right if you wait yep. to see if they keep playing it uh, you miss the opportunity to play that content with them yeah <laughs> And you're clearly behind. So when they so if they do keep it. playing, you're behind. If they don't keep playing, then then I guess you saved your money, but you missed the opportunity to play it. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. tricky. You got to just like take a chance on it and start playing it. And if it sucks, dive out. And if it's not, you were there. <laughs> right. There's a lot of the there's a there's a lot of the looter shooter genre that I disliked in this in this version of the looter shooter. Yeah. Um. It it goes the. Uh, um, it goes the Borderlands route of here's the same gun, but it's got a different power rating. I hate that. So you're just constantly swapping gear or De- or Diablo, you know? Yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. That's just not fun for me. Sure. But I'm I'm Warframe spoiled, where you can just use the same gun the whole game. <laughs> right. Because you can just keep leveling that gun up. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I I prefer the like swapping shit out constantly. I just want the swap out to be significant, not like same shit, a little bit different power. Five. I actually points. think. Yeah, I think Destiny's more of a, a, per, a perpetrator of that. I think I think Borderlands might steer away from it solely because like no two guns are ever actually the same, right? They'll be similar, but yeah, yeah. But they're similar, but they are better at randomizing than Destiny, where it's like, oh, I got a, a hard light that's three fifty. Oh, I got a hard light that's three eighty. I'm good now. <laughs> like, ugh, God, I hate that so much. Yeah, it'll be interesting. That game's starting to lose me. I don't know. Um, Funny you mentioned, yeah, I played them all, but for whatever reason, this game's just I don't know, just doesn't look that different to me or exciting. But yeah, I'm I'm we'll real see. on the fence about Borderlands Three. I'm more excited about Outer Worlds, which comes out like three weeks afterwards. Um, and I'm actually excited for Gears Five, and I get it for free. I'm super so excited. Fucking for that. yeah, we all get it for free. So yeah, so why not? Yep. Um, moving on I'm to the next. I'm hoping that's gonna oh. take over Apex for me. I really hope the multiplayer is <laughs> gonna be really good. Because you can you can draw solo into that a lot better than you can on Apex. Like if you <laughs> Eric says, it, no way. It it could possibly take me away. It could take you had, away for sure. What if they because had a Gears of War battle royale that they haven't told us about? That could be interesting. I mean, if they if they ended up that doing would be awesome. a horde mode, but horde mode with an open map and it's just covered. In Dude, locusts. what if there was a horde mode and it's your squad versus ninety? Six other yeah. people. <laughs> so, yeah, it's three people against a bunch of. And yeah. you have to do the defenses. That could be really cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I've got some faith in Gears coming back and being strong. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, this will be news interesting for Ryan and I. Um, this is from Twinfinite. Rocket League will be removing blind loot boxes later this year. There's a mosquito in my room, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> good luck. Good Thanks. night and good luck. <laughs> um, so Rocket League developer Psyonix announced today that it will be removing random loot boxes from the game sometime later this year. In the announcement, 
the studio said it would be removing all paid randomized loot boxes and they would replace it with a system that shows the exact items you're buying in advance. So that's dope. Yeah, I like I'm that. I'm fine with that. That's always the way to go, I think. Do you guys I think that this so is... Save up your points. Yeah. Save, save up your points and buy the things that you want. Do you guys think that this is because Epic now publishes Rocket League and they make Fortnite and Fortnite doesn't have random drop boxes that you pay for anymore? No, I think it's because of uh, FIFA and Belgium's uh, gambling laws. I think everybody's going to start steering clear of randomized drops. Well, they Unless it's a looter shooter. But... Article, but... Okay, yeah. yeah. But I didn't read the article because... Oh, okay. Sorry. Why not? And But that's my <laughs> gut response to that, really, is just... Give people, sure. what they, give people what they want for frig's sake. I think uh, uh, randomized loot boxes is kind of archaic. Yeah, I think it's on its way out for sure. Right. And that would I'd be really nice if no Overwatch has both because you could save your points and buy the items, or you might win them in a box. Yeah, but you can't buy coins. You know what I mean? You can't just outright buy an item from Overwatch. You have to get coins. And they still in made a snore billion dollars. <laughs> off of that shit, and you couldn't buy in-game currency, so that's yeah. They made like sixty-three million dollars in like the first quarter of twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen. Yeah, it's it's, and it was like, yo, give give me some shit for free if you're making that much fucking money. It's gonzo money, gonzos. Um, yeah, with see. the with the crates from Rocket League, the bad thing is in the beginning I used to spend money on crates to unlock to get keys to unlock the crates and everything, and I never got anything of value, and it sucked. Because they had all those good items in there, and every time I got like the lowest skin for the vehicles I never used, and I never got like any universal skins or anything like that. But everybody I knew always got the good stuff. I was like, dude, like if they did something like Apex, where Apex gives you like a guaranteed you're gonna get a gold item for every I don't know fifty crates that you open, like oh, twenty, that's fantastic. only twenty, or, only twenty. Well, it was just a, yeah, I didn't know the exact numbers, but yeah. like they give you the ratio of what you're gonna get. So, I'm, well, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm not comparing it to Apex. I'm saying that if they did it the way that Apex does, it would be a better opportunity for people to actually get stuff that they want. Did you see um, uh, Jim Sterling's video on surprise mechanics? <laughs> like, no. EA rebranded their random loot boxes by calling it surpri- a surprise mechanic. In efforts yeah. to not change anything, but to but to yeah. rebrand it. What did they say? It's surprise mechanics with. Um, <laughs> oh fuck! They said another thing, and it was like, "Yo, this is a headline on a fucking Toys R Us ad." Like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone was like, "Cool, cool, EA." Nope, that's not gonna work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so that'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I do think it's because I think uh, Fortnite is somewhat responsible being that Epic now publishes it um, I'm 100% down for Rocket League just having a constant rotation of shit that I can buy if I like it and not buy if I don't like it um, instead of putting random shit into, into crates and then waiting for RN Jesus to bless me um, <laughs> I don't know if it's going to do to their underground trade thing that they got going on though like yeah, that's true. Everybody's got the, they've got those websites where you can go on there and be like, oh, well, I've got these four ultimate skins that are painted for, you know, 20 keys or anything ah. like that because you're going to stop getting items that same way. 
No, okay, so two things. Smurf found the quote. A senior executive at EA told the United Kingdom's Parliament that the company prefers to call loot boxes surprise mechanics and argued that their use in EA games is quite ethical and quite fun and enjoyable to people. (laughs) The other thing is, I don't think trade will die if they give you random shit for leveling up and doing rocket pass and then give you shit to buy. So you could get random cool shit that nobody else got or can buy and then you can trade there. But who, you're, we'll not, see. you're not going to get as much, though. No, you won't get as much. But yeah, so it's going to eh. slow it down significantly. Well, look at all the painted things you get when you get to the high end of the of the rocket pass. The last like twenty, the last forty levels are literally all random painted shit, and painted things will still be tradable for sure. Well, yeah. Um, okay. Sixty painted wheels. Moving on. We got to move on. Um, nah, this one's from IGN. Netflix signs Game of Thrones runners DB Weiss and David Benioff. For the huge overall deal, so this is kind of quick. Um, the duo will write, produce, and direct new movies and TV shows for Netflix um, with a deal valued at two hundred million dollars. Neat. Which so, is fucking bananas. They're busy guys, man, because they, you know, they're doing a Star Wars trilogy and now they're writing for Netflix. That's crazy. Yeah, apparently the closest competition was Apple. Huh. Apple was trying to sign him to an exclusive as well, but I guess for some reason a trillion dollar company wasn't able to outbid Netflix. Well, they they have different uh, budgets for their online streaming. Or yeah, their, and, their, and and their Apple's, television. Yeah, Apple's probably trying to figure out what it's going to look like, even because they haven't even launched theirs. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so that's that's huge. Um, I guess we'll see what comes from them. I don't know if I have... <laughs> the way they rushed the last season of um, Game of Thrones is a little alarming. I don't know if that's because they really wanted to get onto other projects or if they don't know how to wrap up a show. And I guess we'll find out what the next thing they do. Um, uh, yeah, hard to say. I feel like there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff with the last season of Game of Thrones that we're just not privy to. It yeah. might have been HBO, so all right, wrap it up. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay, last thing, and then we're on to our topic. Uh, Disney is developing its first perspective Lucasfilm project outside of Star Wars and Indiana Jones since Lucasfilm was picked up by Disney in 2006. Hmm. 2006? That doesn't make sense. The acquisition is 2012, sorry. Acquisition in 2012. Uh, it's the first non-Star Wars or Indiana Jones related project since the Disney acquisition in 2012. Um, what is it? It's based on a novel... Yeah, Tomy published by use, uh, Henry Holt Books for Young Readers conjures a stunning world of dark magic and danger as a young heroine teams up with a rogue princess to restore magic in the land of Orisha in the aftermath of her mother's death. Yeah, books called uh, Children of Blood and Bone, which is not a shabby title. Also, all. not that different than uh, Ice and Fire, I guess. Anyway, um, A Song of Ice and Fire, A Child sure. of Blood and Bone. Children Bay. of Blood and Bone. Yeah, aren't all children of are child aren't all children childrens of blood and bone? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Weird. Um, I didn't think of it like that, but yes, all children are children unless, of blood well, and bone. Well, no, there's unless you're a jellyfish baby, and then you're a or child you're of born in a lab in flim like a, and flam, right? If you're born in one of those synthetic uh, embryos, right? <laughs> yeah, then you're a child of silicone. Hey, Silicon. look at this. Calamity Jane in the chat. Who's All right. up, man? How's it going? <laughs> Stupid. 
thought you right. said I thought you said what's up, my nan. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's, what's up, up my nan? My nan? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Okay, so that's going to wrap it for the news. And now, on to our week's topic, which actually goes in line with Bobby leaving. We're talking about toxic... No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. kidding. (laughs) We're talking about toxicity in games, um, which is... I don't know if it's a currently hot-button topic, but I don't know if it's ever not always a hot-button topic. I don't think Gamergate's ever going away. It's never going away. No, exactly. Yeah. That was my point. Um, sorry, chat. Chat saying too soon. <laughs> I know it was a joke. Ugh. Bobby made the joke beforehand, just so you know. <laughs> I, that was I wasn't original. Um, anyway, so I guess to start off the conversation, I had one question to get the gears moving, which was, what's the difference between trash talk and toxicity? Somebody go. I've been talking a lot. Trash talk. I would say is... <laughs> Pandas just said sodium. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd say trash talk is what causes people to be toxic in the first place. And then toxicity is the repercussions of said Out of hand talk. trash talk? Yeah. Interesting. And, and, or, or like pushing somebody to that point from the trash talk to get them there. Because, I mean, it's got to start somewhere. Sometimes toxicity comes just from not doing well playing games and then other times it's like oh this guy's been talking shit the whole time and like it's just getting underneath your skin and <laughs> you're just you're just letting it go yeah like um apparently trash talk got tech supreme banned from apex earlier <laughs> yeah I've oh, never I, I think he posted that on facebook i i think i went through and looked at it and it was pretty funny but if he got if he got banned for that it was pretty hilarious <laughs> uh, ben, you were about to say something before I, I cut you I, uh, off. I've never been a trash talker. Uh, I've gotten a few bouts in, uh, with somebody back and forth. You know, it turns into your mama jokes or whatever. But, like, uh, I, I think toxicity rolls into... Because that's... We, we want to reserve that word for, for, the, for the, good, the big stuff, right? The real stuff, right? Like, toxicity comes when... Like doxing and swatting and stuff like that, right? Like, yeah, I think that's end game toxicity, though, right? It doesn't start that, there. Yeah, that's not, that's the yeah the worst of the worst. Yeah, right? like, is there a distinction? Like, do we want to draw a distinction, or does well, trash talk is a skill? Just like being <laughs> yes. a comedian is a skill, and a lot of comedians are good at trash talk. A lot of similarities here, right? So the line with being a good trash talker is not being toxic. And kind of reading the room, feeling the zeitgeist, the culture, not saying yeah. the the N-word ever. And, like, you know, just, like, not calling yeah, do women that. sluts I'd... just because, like, you know, and, like, there's there's a lot of, like, feel the temperature. Like, be cautious of the BLM movement and the Me Too movement and, like, just, just be, you know, be in the culture and then, and then just... Trash talk. Just be a good trash talker. And if you have to result to toxicity to get your blood up or to get their blood up, you failed as a good trash talker. You're no longer a good trash talker anymore. Right. I think get trash off, talking get off the and, stage. I think trash talking and debating is very much the same. It's a skill. You have to be good at it, and you have to be able to put shit together. And as soon as it results in, like, ad hominem attacks and call name-calling, you've lost, and you're now toxic as fuck. Uh, yeah, like... 
um, you know, Mom and I were playing Sea of Thieves, and these people just got on the mic, and Sea of Thieves has proximity chat, so it was just, N-word this, N-word this, your mom's a bitch, all this stuff. Like, as soon as we got next to him in the ocean. You were like, no, she's right not. Here. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Mom, do you have anything to say to that? Um, Sorry, Mom. And, but, you know, we just we just muted him and moved on. Like, there's yeah. there's some instances where it's immediate right off. You're like, well, I'm not going to, I'm not biting this bone. Like, okay, okay, bye. Yeah, then, sure, sure, sure. And then I've even played with Halo with people um, back in the day where every t- we'd play online for four hours straight, just random, just me and yeah. him and a group of random people. And every time a new um, screen would fill up, we'd mute all, whatever shortcut that was. It was like start or X or yeah. something. Mute all. We just weren't, you know, you know, we don't want to hear that shit. Well, Sarge and I have had an interesting experience with that um, in in Rocket League. And before I say that. You mentioning that like trash talk is a skill um, reminded me of why I don't like basketball, like playing it. I realized as a kid playing Boys and Girls Club basketball that like trash talk is essential to that game, getting in your opponent's head. And like that's not something that is as verbal in baseball. And I fucking hated it. <laughs> I hated it. I was like, nope, you're in my, you're like inside my brain instantly. I'm done with this. Um, and similarly, Sarge, we've had issues on Rocket League to the point where for uh, like a three-month period, we turned off chat entirely. Yeah. Because like you can't type in your own shit in Rocket League, but what ends up happening is if people are trash talking, um, it very quickly escalates to like abusing it. And it's it's never toxic because you can't type your own thing. You're just using quick chats. But like you, I mean, I guess you can type your own thing. Yeah, you if you can. have a keyboard, you just handy. have to stop playing. Yeah, some yeah. people or have you a keyboard. And they're like, it. Yeah, I got a keyboard plugged into my Xbox for for Warframe. So if I wanted, oh, yeah, to do, yeah. if I wanted to do, handy, you can go ahead and drop that in, in chat. We can read it from there. Oh yeah, that works. Yeah, if I if I wanted to give somebody a lengthy, you know, rebuke, I could. But <laughs> if you wanted to write them a sonnet. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, like, Sarge and I, the problem with Rocket League is that the trash talking always is so, ugh, like, it's always in excess. Like, there's no one that's just like, <laughs> nice shot. Um, it's like, they say nice shot every time you miss, and they say it, like, 20 times. So it's just like, bunk, 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 and you're like, dude, fucking quit. And it gets in our heads so much that we turned off chat for a minute. Um but yeah, I've never, and, 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 I, like you, Ben, guess... I've never been a person to, like, talk trash, really. Uh, unless someone talks trash to me and they're not good. Oh, fuck. No. I take that back. I would talk shit on Battlefield. But I wouldn't do it on mic. If people would snipe at me and miss, I'd be like, better not fucking miss. And then I'd shoot them and I'd be like, yeah, bitch. But yeah. I'm, do- I'm doing it to myself. <laughs> like, I'm not shouting at them. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, you can't snipe at me and miss, homie. I'm going to go get you. Um, yeah, bad bad trash talk is the worst. When they're bad at it and it still makes you angry, that's... Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Like, so I'm going to take, take a detour real quick and read Panda's uh, thing. Because he, he said he had something to add to this. Um, in the chat, he, he this reads, Having been a former semi-pro on Halo, I was not thinking of the same version of trash talk as Ryan mentioned. Friendly banter slash trash talk comes out of respect to the other team more than actually trying to make someone mad enough that they retaliate with toxicity. When pros trash talk each other, they're doing it as a mind game, much like I said with uh, basketball um, and things like that. They are never intending to do harm with what was said to the other person. Toxicity, in this is Night Panda's opinion, comes more from actually commenting to insult. 
Um, <clears throat> if you're clearly a better player, but your goal is to constantly belittle and disrespect the other person or team as a whole, that is when you have crossed the line. Having to use expletives or racist remarks, or even as far as commenting on personal looks or traits, is when you have lowered yourself to a dirt-tier type of player. Uh, there are times, though, where trash talk during a pro game of Halo on certain teams did, in fact, cross that line. I've seen fights nearly break out just due to the fact that it got out of hand. Coaches, for instance, on the team would even get involved in the trash talk when, to be frank, they shouldn't even be getting involved because they aren't the ones playing. Mm. Um, I agree with this almost entirely, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, trash talk when but among, I think we've kind of already said this, but trash talk, I think, among parties that respect each other um, as, like, people. Like, I don't, I don't want to tear this person down, but I want to get in their head. Like, that's, that's fun. And, uh, like, getting teabagged um, in Halo... Always was like motherfucker, that and, son it, of a and bitch. like that was instantly when it's they still really they got popular to me. In Destiny too. Yeah, it happens in Battlefield occasionally, and I always love getting teabagged and then seeing the person's name come up in a kill count when I kill them and being like, ha, yeah, ha, and like how the kill how the kill cam zooms in from a distance. I love sniping them from a distance and then teabagging nothing just so they're watching me do it. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I agree with that a lot, Panda. Um, yeah, I we guess. Kind of, I guess whenever okay. I gave my definition at the beginning, I didn't. I didn't think about because Eric had said something about um, female streamers deal with it a lot there too. Because I mean, so toxicity hits on a bunch of different levels from people spamming chat, saying bad stuff constantly, and people like people even stop streaming just because of it, which is fucking outrageous. Um, but also, I didn't think of it for the fact that like Ben was saying that the people that we play Rocket League with that they start trash talking which is one thing and then they actually make themselves toxic for the fact that they hit what a save 50,000 times by the end of the game because we missed one goal and we still beat them 10 to nothing or something like I don't know also like Ryan, 10 to 1, Ryan so. goes in with like a <laughs> like a hole in his skull <laughs> that says trash talk above it <laughs> because it goes straight to your fucking head and it, you it, get so dude, mad so quick it, yeah <laughs> it, I, I don't know just sometimes I'm just like it wasn't even that like it was it was a bullshit goal and we're like haha fuck you what a save stupid it's like alright that's that's a bit much and like it still gets underneath my skin oh so, like one phrase and sometimes Ryan's phrase. like fuck it and, <laughs> and the like, rest oh, no. of the night's over and <laughs> he won't sucks. communicate the rest of the day yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah to point back to what what uh, Sarge brought up and what, what Eric said like women's female streamers get the toxic end of um, gamers v- real frequently and real horrendously uh, and so like that's definitely a, an instance of toxicity. I don't even think there's a way to trash talk somebody in... Nah. I don't know. People that stream more often than, than me. Is there a way to get into into trash talking somebody on their stream in their chat? Like, yeah, that happens I think to if you're quick enough and they're a bad player and you want to comment on how bad they are or how much they're messing up, yeah, that's trash talk. Okay. And it's out there, I'm sure. And I'm I sure... Mean, I've now, would you would you tolerate that on your in your chat? If it was someone you knew, but not if it was someone you didn't know? Like, if you had a rando in your chat that wasn't a subscriber and they started talking trash, would you ban them? Or do you, are you open to it? As long as it doesn't go too far. Like, as long as sure. they don't, like, continuously, like, badmouth me nonstop. <laughs> but I, if, Let me be painfully if, if, obvious if, here. As long as they're if, not toxic. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah as sure. soon as they get toxic, then I'd... I'd 
you know, deploy the band hammer. But like, see, if they're just being a goof off or they're just being like, nice jump, asshole, I'd be like, yeah, well, I'm not a hardcore enough gamer anyway for, for me to miss a jump and for somebody to point out the fact that I missed a jump for me to really be too bent you, out of shape. For you about to hulk that. out? Yeah. yeah. Sure. How dare you? You know, I, I did join um, a Twitch streamer's uh, chat when me and Caleb were playing Rocket League one time and we, we had won. And I joined in just to see what he was saying, just to be like, you know, what was it, like, how he interpreted how that game went or whatever. And I was like, GG, we just played you. And like, he started talking shit. I was just like, I said GG, I wasn't being an asshole. And like, I just started trash talking him just because of that. It's like, all right, there's no reason for you to be an asshole about this. It was a good game. I said GG, I just wanted to join your chat and see. And then you were an asshole directly to a new viewer. I was like, all right, yeah. that's a bit much, dude. Yeah, yeah so. plus it's a little different with uh, Let's Plays and stuff because uh, they have to be reading the comments unless somebody's reading it to them. Uh, right. And Caleb reminded me later about uh, Nanny streaming and having a co-streamer help her with that. But um, I think a lot of the times if you don't catch the comment, or especially the big ones like Markiplier where they've got 30,000 people watching and the comments are just like... Right, they're not going to catch it, right? Yeah, sure. So um, it's it's a bit of a different dynamic when it's not being spoken directly to you immediately after it happened. You yeah. have to catch the comment. So, so uh, when I was at Halo, this will be a short anecdote, and then we oh can move into God. the next question. Hang on, hang on, just a second. Did you guys uh, open that link that uh, Panda just put in chat? I did not. I didn't want to bog down because I just I just played that, and that is absolutely the worst thing of all time that I've ever Oh, dude, heard I've been in wise. parties with girls playing Halo. Uh, ben and I were friends with a guy named Mac Tabulous back in the day, and he had a... We connected with him through a girl who was playing on her brother's account. We were playing Halo 3 or 4, and, like, we would frequently join party chat, and, like, within minutes, not even minutes, within seconds, people would be like... I, I would be like, yo, dude, like, fucking party chat up. Like, fuck this. Um, and further to further that point, and this will be a short anecdote, like I was in um, Chicago last weekend for Halo Outpost Discovery, and they had open. Um, I had open. Uh, sorry, they had open like gaming stations eesh, um, where you could sit down and play games in multiplayer. And uh, my grandma and I both sat down and played, and she ended up on the opposite team. But they also had headsets, and my first thought putting on the headset was, like, I'm on a row of 30 people I, I don't know. And, like, how is this going to go? And within minutes, a dude started saying the N-word, and I was just like, uh, yep. I wish there had been a mod with a headphone with headphones on with the ability to see who was talking, and I wanted him to get pulled out of his chair. Um, but, like... The whole, the rest of the people that were there were like, yo, dude, shut the fuck up. Yeah. And he got quiet eventually, which was good. Um, yeah, Caleb, Caleb I, Panda asked if we wanted to play it in stream. Um, just an example of how bad toxicity can be towards female gamers and actually gamers in general. But it's, I mean, it's up to you completely if you can, if you can play it and listen to it. I could play it. How, play it, it first. It, and, and well, is it worth, like, is it, uh, is it going to, is it real, it, real bad? Like, should I con- yeah, should uh, I content warning this shit? It, or it, it does say uh, rape in there. Yeah, uh, I th- mm. 
Like, I don't not want to listen to it, but I don't know if I want to throw that. Like, it would be out of context. Yeah, Eric, yeah, Eric says on the audio. Not, so we should probably not go into. Yeah, yeah. We can, all right. So, so describe it for everybody and for me, since I don't. Um, it. It's yeah, it's more of somebody wishing the worst thing for a woman. Yep. Ever. Yeah, that's toxic in, as fuck. In an alley, yeah. and for right. her to waste her entire life savings raising that child, and it's just like. What the hell? Oh, yeah, like <coughs> Jesus. And and like they even said Panda's name in it. So obviously in some sort of way they knew who he was. Yeah, Panda, it's I'm like, super sorry that happened. You said that happened to Sherry. Like that's fucked up. Uh and I apologize disgusting. that like I've seen uh people on Twitter uh hunt down oh, these right, kids okay. and show these messages to their parents. Have you seen that? Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. yeah. That's when people are good. like, "Yo, your kid said this." Or when they have audio clips from their game of Call of Duty or something. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, yeah, this was your son. <laughs> See, and that's different. That's, and then that's, you go back to that profile and it says offline that, but... for the next, like, six years. Right. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Panda. That shit's awful. And, like, I've... Unfortunately, I don't play with enough female gamers to, like, be exposed to that often enough to be reminded that it happens all the time. But all it takes, really, is one reminder every once in a while to be like, oh, fuck, yeah, this shit sucks. Right, um, that's something I just don't have to deal with. Well, and and I mean, people sit uh, that people much. sit and say, you know, oh well, girl stream streamers have it a lot easier. They just wear something a little nice on stream, and you know, they get a lot of viewers, and then they make money and stuff like that. No, it's not. It's not just that. I mean, they got to deal with these kind of people on an everyday basis. They join in and immediately start saying stuff. It's not like they hang out for a while, you piss them off. And then they start point. getting mad and then do that. They just People just do this to do it. They don't sub to you. They don't follow you. They don't care. They join in and talk shit to the fullest degree to make, like, to, to I'm, do I'm whatever sure they've they got... can to stop you from streaming. And a lot of, and there have been girls that have just been like, I can't do this anymore. I can't control it. I can't stop anybody from doing this to me. And I have to listen to it the whole time. Yeah. I bet I bet a lot of these guys just bounce around all around the internet all day and and just do control yeah. V control V. I bet they have all this shit written down, saved, so they can copy and paste it, and they just spam it all over the yeah. internet. You kill one, um, and, you know, one account gets banned. You open another one. You just do the same thing until you. I mean, yeah, you can do an fill your of fill things. your quota for the day. Like, yeah, it's just a fucking well, it's anonymity, right? Like, um, yeah, sure. Uh, it's it's the dogs over the fence mentality. As soon as the as soon as the door opens, like oh what's up? Let me smell your butt. So like, um, <laughs> but, but but if there's a fence there, they're gonna go fucking crazy, and you know they do. So like, it's the same thing with the internet. As soon there's no way this dirty little neck sweaty neck beard is gonna walk up to this woman. Who, oh my uh, god, my dog is my dog's a neck beard. <laughs> He'll bark mad shit when he's behind the window. You take him sweaty. outside and he's like, What's up, bud? He's what a sweaty tryhard. And there's no way he's gonna walk up to a girl and say, oh, I'm gonna rape you in an alley. No. It's just yeah. it's it's anonymity. So like yeah. uh, there's the the solution's gotta be somewhere where like it it sounds weird in the in the wake of um Cambridge Analytica and stuff like that. It's it's it might be a little less secrecy on the internet. It might sure. be that you're not safe just hanging out with your dick out on the internet, you know, being an asshole because anybody can find you. So you better watch what you fucking say. Yeah, so you're sure. not safe. But then I don't know. There's always a different level of like super hacker where like 
they're going to be behind a firewall and they're going to be, you know, a super firewall firewall and they're VPN through Norway or something and you're just, you're not, you're never going to find them. But I think for most people, they're just in, you know, Panera on a laptop. So most people probably aren't that secure. <laughs> so. The image of some fucking sweat lord. In Panera. Okay, I got to detract because this is an amazing story. Uh, I was at school. I was in San Francisco. In San Francisco's got like a town center called Union Square, I think. It's it's not like Union Station or anything. It's just a little square. But I was in that Starbucks, and at the table at Starbucks was a guy with a tower computer, um, at least a 25-inch screen, keyboard, mouse, Joystick, throttle, and foot pedals playing a flight simulator in Starbucks. That's incredible. Downtown San Francisco. That's incredible. Wow. Yeah. Does, did he live I, I think if I dig so hard much. enough, I could probably find that picture. Was he good? I, did you, like, I was, I was on the other No, I was on the other side of the screen. Oh, man. Yeah. Was he sweating? Was he, like, top gunning that shit? I hope like, you not be. Starbucks are hot anyway. He was probably full sweat lord, but... <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. That's, That's awesome. That guy was sweaty prime. But, um, so I I wonder <laughs> you if... You should have walked uh, past him and been like, you can be my wingman anytime. <laughs> that'd been good. That'd been real good. So maybe the maybe the solution to all this is a little less anonymity. A little less maybe. privacy. A little less anonymity. Nope, that doesn't You know, work. like, um, Bourdain had an episode in, uh... Singapore? What's the one where chewing gum was illegal? <laughs> or some, Singapore, right? Yeah. And uh, Thailand. You, their freedom of speech just kind of doesn't exist in public. You can do say whatever you want at home. It's sort of like Russia is what I hear. You can say whatever you want in your own house, but like um, you, there's no freedom of speech in public. You got to watch what you say. But so there's like a lot, it's very strict to live there, but like 85% of the people live in government housing, which is nice there. And like schools paid for, healthcare is paid for, everything's yeah. paid for, and generally everybody's pretty happy. But it's kind of a dystopian, crazy place. Yeah, well, sure. I don't know. It's I don't know. It's maybe it's not just. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, that's um, just as crazy. But that's just as crazy. What the hell? Dude? <laughs> that's an older guy. He's getting. He's logging hours. I yeah. guarantee you that guy's actually logging hours with that much of a setup. He got, he got his license taken away, and this is all he's got left. <laughs> <laughs> he he's studying for the next driver's head fucking <laughs> class. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Holy shit. That's really funny. Oh, but, um, but to my point, like they don't have the, the freedom to just say whatever they want, because they'll get fucking smacked down for that shit. They might get jail time, right? Yeah, sure, like, sure, sure. Like and 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 so many people in this day and age with the rioting, and the protests, and the fucking Confederates coming out of the woodwork, because they haven't evolved to metal yet, uh, that they that they just fucking rally behind freedom of speech. Maybe that's yeah. You know, I don't know. Maybe like, we take that shit. Well, you you saw Xbox a couple of weeks ago um, where Phil Spencer was talking about building a more diverse and like friendly and like family uh, accessible environment said that they're going to start cracking down more on people that are toxic and when people brought up uh, freedom of speech arguments Spencer straight up said Xbox is not a freedom of speech platform it's owned by Microsoft and we don't have to give you the freedom of speech if you're being toxic yeah that's Um, interesting 
so maybe we'll see something like that happen. To to segue um, into the next part of this, um, Smurfs just said, seriously, less privacy? How about teach kids to be better humans? And my next question was, is toxicity inherent to video games? Like, is it always just going to be around? Or can there be an actual way to separate it? And I guess we kind of already answered this um, with what Ben was just saying. But do you think that, like... Despite what we do, it'll always be around in games? Or do you think there's actually a way to actually bust this? Um, I guess on a large enough scale that you don't notice it. Like like you said earlier, Ben, there's always going to be some jack-off with a firewall and VPN and three anonymous uh, handles yeah. to pass through that's going to try real hard to be a sweaty asshole. But, like... As long as there is anonymity, there's going to be two dogs barking on the other side of the fence. And you can still you can have amicable, anonymous uh, interactions where people are respectful. But I don't know. Like, uh, I, I'm. Well, could you limit twi- like instances where women are getting harassed like crazy on Twitch? Could you limit Twitch to like? Could you find, could we implement a way so that people that want to comment on a stream have to pass a couple of things or like maybe doesn't Twitch have an option to to say that you have to be subscribed to comment doesn't Twitch have that so you can turn followers only on or subscribers only on so but but for those it's I mean you you would really want early on with those sometimes you have 150 followers but only two people show up may not be a follower you don't want to shut somebody off because then all they got to do is follow you, and then they can still talk crap. You report them, and then they move on it's, and make another account. But the subscribers that pay the money are more than likely aren't going to be those ones. So when, that's hard to do you, when you're starting off, though. You can't. Yeah, it's demand, real hard to do when you're starting. You know, that's yeah. yeah so but then again, you're probably not putting it, up with a lot of bullshit when you're starting off either. Yeah. I wonder if they could implement some kind of filter system where you could say, like, if you're in my chat, you like these words do not type like if you type them instead of just blocking them out yeah that's bullshit like you can still read that panda's Panda's friend panda's panda's friend should have had a better mod on to catch that shit not to blame the victim or anything but no no the pretty sure that's panda's so yeah and it was uh, it was a voice chat that was sent through xbox it wasn't on stream it was actually a voice chat on her xbox on on 360 Uh, all right unrelated yeah sorry Erase, erase. Uh, Smurf but, said, I feel like we are a generation of parents who can teach our children about how to go about interacting in chat. We, uh, whereas games were developing, uh, parents were clueless and hands-off. I don't... We're the first with- generation, for sure, that's having kids that knows what this is, right? Where we grew up in this environment, as opposed to our parents who are like... Did you play your board games on a computer? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that <laughs> dumb shit? They called like, they called the first four generations of games Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, go get your Nintendo, Dad. It's a Sega. It's still made in Japan. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I think co-op streaming was a good idea. Having somebody filter your content before it gets to you, you know, that'd be good. Again, Caleb, that's what I was going to talk about with uh, calamity. But um, I think I was never. It was tough, and it was scrolling up. up, up. So I, I was never coached on how to interact with people, but I also had a pretty fucking kick-ass family. So, yeah, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, netiquette, netiquette was always sort of second nature to me. Uh, though I have netiquette, my, I've never. Heard, I was like, the fuck is that? That's an old school uh, word, yeah. Um, but I, for net. 
I also feel <laughs> people don't call it the net anymore. The web. Uh, but the I, web. I, I <laughs> Fuck, that was weird. Uh, <laughs> but I think I lost my train of thought. Ah, so. All right. Well, I want to. I want to. I want to actually ask you a question, or not ask you a question, but have you recount a, a, a story that you saw first and then shared with a majority of our friends that had to do with Warframe? Um, just a moment ago, Panda said that he saw, in in response to the idea of filtering stuff and avoiding it, he said that like some people will go as far as entering one letter at a time, and I was reminded of when on a Warframe stream someone got fucking space mom to say. Uh, yeah. N word by phonetically spelling it out in a first and last name. So when she said it, the first and last name, it sounded like she said the, the N word. It was a happy birthday message, and the last name was Gur, and the first name was Nick. Yep. So when she said that back to back, she turned red. Oof, she, it was she said so it, fucking. She painful, said it the right. Dude. Yeah, she said it front to back yeah, I, and her I mean, face I went red and she on YouTube. and she started crying and she was quiet for like five minutes and and uh her partner Rebe- not, not Rebecca it's Rebecca and Allison or whatever her partner tried to like pick up the slack it was awful yeah it was really awful they got and he got all the justice <laughs> I got quadruple banned because of that so yeah well, and the bad yeah. thing is, you got to jump through so many hoops to f- to try and fix that. To be to tell Twitch like, I didn't mean it. I didn't understand what was happening. Because sometimes you like look at those really weird, and you try to say it slowly, and you go, oh, I got it, and then you say it really fast, and it comes out real wrong. And yeah. then you have to go through all that corporate bullshit of like, I said this live on stream. It sounded right. like this. I didn't mean it. Mm-hmm. And like you got to go through all of that. It's the worst. And I've I've seen the YouTube videos. Of, they've got like a mashup of multiple people that have said that kind of stuff. And right. there was actually a few people a couple weeks ago in Eric's chat that came in that though they said nothing that bad, but it was something about you know something sexual that if you read it too fast, it would be like I did this right. or right. you know this. And, you know, and it's like that's not cool, especially for people that have like kid-friendly streams, something that's not 18 and above, and people do that on purpose to to make them look bad, and it's, it's terrible. Yeah. I, I think, um... I think we might be enduring a bit of a growing pains scenario, like I forgot who mentioned it, said about parenting, where this is sort of the first generation to take shit-talking all the way up to you should be raped and swatting. I think maybe swatting's on its way out because people are getting, you know, that's bidding. Jail time? Like yeah. Legit jail time? Oh, and the kid's licking ice cream. They're getting jail time, too, because those morons did it with the camera in their face. But um, oh, Look how cool I am. Oh, yeah. I'm Welcome to jail. But um, <laughs> uh, So we are probably enduring some growing pains, but I'm also pretty pessimistic when it comes to humanity, and I don't think it'll ever go away. Yeah. Uh, it's so I'm also not a big law and order guy because that's a slippery slope. But I think um, that that there's needs to be pretty strong repercussions, maybe real world applications, real world justice to people who are accosting people on the internet. And uh, yeah, I sure. don't know what that would be—hate speech or hate crime or something, some kind of you know. I don't know when when when, when you do a when you do a very tiny mistake, yeah, just make it a crime. If you do a really tiny mistake and you've got to pay for that somehow, like a month in jail or a huge 
fucking fee that your parents have to pay or something like that, yeah, it might rewire you. It might just go, oh, I was a kid. I'm being stupid. And let me yeah. let me not do that anymore. But And if your parents can't pay it, you get a community service <laughs> or some shit. Yeah. Oh, you called someone this, this, and this on the internet? Cool. Pick up trash on the highway for three weeks, you noob. <laughs> yeah, I guess hate crime has to be specifically race-based. But that's still in there. I'm going to put that on the table. It's still there. I mean, come on. Yeah. Oh, there can be levels to it. Like, yeah. There can be crimes for harassment and worse crimes for using racial epithets. Man, we're a long way from this, though, because moron Republicans are still blaming violence on video games. So we're a long way from any uh, trash-talking memorandum <laughs> in the Senate. <laughs> it's yeah, it's, it's going to be another 10 years, at least. Bunch of troglodytes. It's amazing. Uh, someone put together a video the other day that was uh, someone in the 80s talking about violence in video games causing violence in reality. Yeah. And then a video of uh, Trump saying it just the other day. And yeah. it, said, it said the video game violence causes real violence remastered yeah. <laughs> edition. Yeah. Because it was the old argument and the new one. It's, it's all like, the same. Come on. It's, it's not that. Because literally every other country has video games. And... Yeah. Pop anyway, quiz. What game off. What? spawned the creation of the Electronic Software Ratings Board? ESRB, for those of you who are bad at uh, acronyms. And acronyms. <laughs> Anybody know? If you're an acronymistic, mystic. Mortal Kombat, right? Oh, it was a Smurf fact. Oh, it's already been covered. Oh, no. <laughs> it was a Smurf fact. Oh, shit. Hold on. Hold on, I'm gonna find it. No, you're not. No, you're gonna use your brain. Don't cheat. Yeah. Yeah. First, first games to get an ESRB rating, and it was a um, smurf fact. I'll give you a hint. It was on. It was on arcades first, and ported to Genesis and Super Nintendo. The Super Nintendo had no blood at all. Don't it's read. Mortal the, Kombat. Yeah. That's I right. said that. Oh, I didn't hear you. Did yeah. you read Panda in chat? Panda, Panda also okay. said Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Okay. I read, yeah, I read his. The so Genesis Mortal blood Kombat. was turned off, and you had to put in a code to turn it on. Cheat codes for the blood. Yeah, yep, I blood remember code. that shit. Blood code. What a fucking dark, grim dark fucking But thing. Um, Jack Thompson, the lawyer who got disbarred, <laughs> was, um, was the forefront of uh, video games cause violence. And uh, he's still out there preaching the message. I'm sure, I'm sure people are relying on him. For that crucial misinformation, but yeah, man, it's um, it's never going away. Like shit, what I just say. Like I said, I'm a pretty pessimistic guy when it comes to humanity. We were arguing about video game violence. Still, yeah, it's not yeah, going yeah. away ever. Stupid. Well, I think I think the the rebuttal is pretty quick. Now the rebuttal back then was like we don't know. Oh yeah, well, maybe, and now shit, when it gets maybe brought it up. Is. Yeah. And now when it gets brought up, everyone's like, nope, fuck that. We've tried this. Go away. <laughs> so maybe, maybe it'll get better. Um, but who knows? I I'm saw, a, but I saw bye -bye. yesterday. It was like, uh, video games cause violent crimes. And then it's like, I'm just over here farming and farming simulator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and by their so argument, there's a, by there's their a... argument, like, I could be... If, if video game violence causes real violence, then, like, I would be a much better baseball player based on how much I play MLB The Show. <laughs> hmm. Right? Like, it's a slippery slope. Um, and, my favorite was a... Was like, uh, yeah, if I go out and drift my car right now, I'm going to wrap it around a fucking tree. Like, I'm really good on <laughs> well, Forza, you, but I'm definitely going to destroy everything the, around me. If you could only rip out the steering wheel in your car and replace it with an analog stick... 
right? If you could, if you could take out all of the controls in your car and make it a controller, <laughs> yeah. that shit would be fucking awesome. Yeah, or insane. My favorite fast, was a Skyrim picture the uh, movies, yeah. with the head removed, and it was like a stupid cat. Just like, and then it was like, I'm over here making a house for my wife and family. <laughs> yeah, I am a good husband, just not in real world. <laughs> oh, Smurf says Fast and Furious is blamed for street racing. When I left the theater after the first Fast and Furious, I drove my 2001 Ford Focus home like a goddamn maniac. <laughs> that movie oh, that movie impressed me all the way to my soul. <laughs> all the way home too. Back apparently. when those movies were actually about racing. God bless yeah. them. Hobbs and Shaw was fun, but there was not any all, racing. All, at all one movie of it. Not interested. I'm just no, they, they made it, they I, made I, it into I, three I, movies, right? I was just kidding. Yeah, about three. Would you say three or four of them was three or four? Actually, of them, yeah, about racing. Yeah, Cobbs and Slaw. Cobbs Sorry, and not, Slaw. Not Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> God damn it! That's yeah, so dumb. It's a barbecue <laughs> movie. Eric shared a picture last week that was the poster, and it replaced The Rock and and. And uh, Statham with a corn cob and a bowl of coleslaw. <laughs> Cobs and slaw. It's very good. Um, so transitioning to the back end of the topic, um, we've actually been pretty good at covering this one. Um, Thank you for have, commentating have, on our commentating. What the hell? How does that work? Um, how have you guys dealt with toxicity in your gaming experience? We've. I know that like chat's been pretty pretty. Um, verbal about this. Have you guys ever encountered like straight up toxicity in any way that made you like quit playing a game or report people to a point where I've reported people for sure because Xbox makes that really easy. Mom and I had some pretty miserable Xbox experiences but griefing is very much a part of that game's mechanic in Sea of Thieves. Um so, oh, so, yeah, you're being a you're being a pirate. <laughs> Literally the first the, griefers. Yeah. Anybody but, that owned a three sixty is dealt with toxicity, just saying. Yeah. yeah. That was when it's at its worst because party chats really weren't big until like towards the end. Yeah. So it was, was it was public chat. or nothing. That's right. Yeah. Like um, it was team chat for the most part. And then once like a transition between game modes, then it became full chat between, I don't know, 12 people. So yeah. <clears throat> um, okay. So Panda's been chat banned. Tech is currently chat. Tech is currently Xbox Live banned. Based on what he said, <laughs> who else? Who else has been banned? I've I have, never been banned. I have I've not been banned. banned. Okay. Oh shit, Sarge. Well, you raised your hand a second ago for times you've experienced toxicity. So why don't you answer that, and oh, then I want to know okay. why the fuck you got banned. Uh, I don't. I feel like honestly, ninety percent of the times that we play Rocket League is toxicity. Like, sure. <laughs> like we we'll play we'll play four or five games. It'll be nice and everything, and then like. We'll get. We'll play the, this one team, and it'll be nonstop. Like, you guys suck. You guys suck the whole time. It's like, and like they would just keep getting worse and worse the whole time throughout the game. They'll spam chat to where like not. That's all you hear is the chat making noise yeah. the entire time. Well, the other day with like and, someone, they were winning four to nothing. And we scored one goal, and then they started chant like typing scoreboard and putting up the score, and we hadn't said anything. Yeah, like we weren't like, oh yeah, nice save when we scored. We just scored and went about our business, and they were like four one. We were like. Yeah, no shit. Right. I can yeah, see we're, we're trying to win the score. here. Like, don't I'm worry. aware. Like, we're doing this right now. And But the thing is, uh, Rocket League's gotten good with the reporting system because... I'm, it's real also, quick. It's real quick. You can just 
jump in, report that person. And, like, the other part of, like, the toxic from that is that the team names are getting really, really bad. And I feel like that's a toxic thing there, too, because they say bad words in, Awful things, in, different, yeah. in different forms. There was something about Hitler and the KKK, but it was, like, KKK as their tag. And then it said three different words. Or it, it was, you know, the Ku Klux Klan as CCC instead. So, right. I mean, it, yeah, everybody's trying to get by. But you can also go through and report, like, those team names directly. And then they'll, be, they'll review it and be like, oh, yeah, we can ban that for sure. I had a buddy um, for a long time whose gamer tag on Xbox, Xbox was Big Xbox. Fat Asses. <laughs> I love it. But uh, it didn't get banned because asses and assess is spelled the same way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, you remember Christian from uh, Southeast? Yes. He, he had was big all fat asses on ones. Xbox. He, he had for, so many bad For ones. years before they God. caught it. It was real funny. Um, Sarge, why'd you get banned before we move on? Um, I f- What'd you I, do? <laughs> I think it was Call of Duty 4 long time ago, and it was when you could voice chat people, and I... They were sending me a bunch of stuff, and I sent it back, but I didn't report them. And I guess I got reported instead. And they and like I got ch- like voice banned or whatever they did back then. But it was it was real bad. Like we beat them, and they were like, "Yeah, we carried your whole team, and all or you like you you got carried by your whole team and everything, and you suck." And it got they kept going. I I got like twelve messages, and I replied back once, and I get reported and banned. It's like, oh, for real. Like, <laughs> and yeah, that's just—it's just never been me. It's, yeah. I've never—I don't know—I've never done that, and and it's been so long since I've played a game with public chat. Anyway, I don't have any recent memories. Yeah. You know? I my most me my most recent memory I was playing, uh, probably a battlefield, um, and I had like forty or something kills and like forty or something deaths. It was a, one of those real long games on Battlefield Four or some shit. And someone tried to talk shit about how, like, you get all these kills, but you die so much. Stop camping. <laughs> and I, I've done this twice. I made up a reason for why my KD was like that and made them apologize. In this case, specifically, and the reason I remember it, I was like, sorry, dude, I'm holding my newborn kid in my hands and I, I couldn't pay attention a ton. And the dude, like, three messages later ended up being like, I'm so sorry, dude. I just got heated and I don't know why I did it. <laughs> And I was like, ah, and Caleb's like, I don't even have a kid yet. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I had a kid. I had Charlie had been born, but she was definitely not with me. Right. Um, but yeah, I made him feel real bad. It was because I was on my phone and I wasn't paying attention <laughs> at all. But, you know, whatever. Um, real quick, Smurf in chat says, the few studies that are out on games do show an elevation in aggressiveness. Yes, but it's not an elevation in aggressive activity. The The key point being, if you make a bunch of kids play a game like Call of Duty where they get pissed at dying a lot and you ask them questions, they're going to be a little more aggravated, sure, but it doesn't show any aggressive action as the result of playing video games. What about the people that like smash their screen and throw their controllers and shit? I don't know, Sarge, tell me. Tell us. Do I have Sorry, what? Throw on your controller <laughs> when you're upset. Oh, <laughs> one time he, The one time one he taps time. out of the podcast. Oh, the, <laughs> the one time... I've only thrown a controller once. I've almost done it a few more times. But I was playing Battlefield on Metro, and I come up behind this guy, and I literally put a clip in him, reload, and he's just standing in the corner facing away from me. Reload, <laughs> put another clip in him, 
he turns around and shoots me once and kills me. And I, I slammed my controller so hard it shattered in like 6,000 pieces. And I was like, I'm over it. I'm done. And I don't think I bought an Xbox One because of it. You didn't buy an Xbox One for three years, homie. You bought I, one in 20... Uh, no, it wasn't 2019. It was two years. You bought one in 2018, something like that. It, it was... Wait, it came out in 2013. Yeah, yeah I got it in You waited three years. You got, a, you got it in 2016. Yeah. Now, I've done my fair share of yelling over the mic, as my poor other half can attest. Yeah. Oh yeah. A number of times Amanda's walked in and been like, "Why are you playing Halo if it makes you this mad?" And I'm like, "I like it, okay." But at the same time, I will scream at Halo more than any other game when I'm playing multiplayer. This is the reason I haven't broken it because this is my brand new one I got with my my Xbox One X, and I'm like, I'm not gonna break the new controller, but I never. But I paid for with my own money. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't play with the old ones anymore because I know I will just destroy them. Yeah. I mean, you could argue that some of the rage-quitting issues that I know some people had in high school went away as soon as they had to replace the controllers with their own money. As soon as you break something and go, fuck, that's $60 I gotta fork out if I want to play again. <laughs> Here soon, I'm just gonna break them all. I spare no expense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Smurf says it's the best when you hear your friends, significant others, make the comments through the mic and party chat and the rest of the party busts up laughing. Yeah. I don't know if that's ever happened to me. Uh, <laughs> I've definitely heard I've definitely heard Ben's significant other on the other line shouting something and it uh, just sounds like a cat. Yeah. <laughs> I I just hear yeah, I'm, I'm, I had an ex once so like I I moved I was, in with a bird. I was shouting out loud and in the background everybody hears shut the fuck up. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I have a small house too so it's real easy for her to yell. Ben said he moved in with a bird, and I instantly went to Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That's right. Shut up, bird. Shut up, you dumb bird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, so I think we've pretty thoroughly tackled this topic. What do y'all think? Yeah, it's not going to get any better. Next topic. <laughs> well, we don't have another topic. What we do at the end of every episode, though, is we talk about our bounties. Because it is called Bounty Board, after all. And uh, it's where we talk about what we've been listening to, watching, reading, or playing in the last week. And Ben, since oh, you are our guest... I had this guy that um, cut me off the other day. I was about to put a bullet in that. <laughs> you were about to write his name on a bullet and throw it in the pool? <laughs> yeah. Is that not yeah. what bulletin board means? Okay. Bounty board. Um, bounty board means that's board. what I meant. I was about to put a bounty on somebody. See the joke? Okay. No, I, I got it. Got I got it. it. I was trying on. to help you there, and then you said bulletin board like a weirdo. <laughs> we should play. You know, we should do. Um, uh, pull up. Um, Good one. This is going to be a very long joke. Hold on a second. Uh, <laughs> I love when someone's like, uh. Yeah, it's impossible. A uh, joke. What's a the joke? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you laugh now. Uh, it's funny, yes. You left no, yes. This is very funny. Remember the the bounty hunting board in Cowboy Bebop, with the uh, yeah. the two cowboy people, and it played a little jingle. You should uh, you should find that jingle for the start of this segment. Well, we've been talking about building bumps in, so um, maybe if you want to like uh, mm-hmm. for someone's bounties, actually have a thing wipe across the screen and be like. And then that person talk about their shit. So, you know, future planning and and shit. Since, you know. Big shot. Are you still looking for it or can we move forward? Yeah, can we move on? Nope, we're waiting. Okay. You can go ahead. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll do this on the side over here. All right, he'll play it for his bounties. I can get there. Keep waiting. 
<laughs> While he's finding that nice, delicious sound bit for his thing, uh, Sarge, why don't you give us your bounties then? Uh, I tried my, to be nice and let our guest go first, but he's making us wait. Absolutely. Uh, my bounties this week, uh, I had a friend come over with uh, his Switch, and I actually got to play Super Smash Brothers for the first time on Switch. They have so many freaking characters from the last time I played Smash. I thought um, Super Smash Brothers Brawl on GameCube, which is the last one I played, had a lot of characters. They've got like like sixty characters now, if not. No, more. Ultimate is stacked, homie. It Ultimate is, is stacked, and they've got four more coming. We've got four more coming. Yeah, it was outrageous. Um, I got to play Mario Kart. Did uh, you do better at Smash than Brawlhalla? Um, you fucking I did. suck at Brawlhalla, homie. Um, well, I ended up we, me and my buddy ended up playing Brawlhalla, and I actually got to beat him because he didn't know what he was doing. So I felt good. <laughs> there you go. You, you threw in a novice, and we're like, I'm a king. Um, it took me a while to get back into Smash, but um, I've, I, I liked playing Mega Man. Um, I hadn't got to play as him before. That was really cool. I hate the controls um, in Smash. They're just infuriating. Yeah, it feels so, it feels so similar for sure. It feels so mushy and delayed and. Unresponsive. And the the only problem I have with Brawlhalla <laughs> is, the, controls. is the designated jump button. I like that it you can count how many you're using instead of mashing the up to hit your jump. But I hate I designated hate I hate designated jump buttons because it really throws me off because I've never played a game with them. Um, sure. So yeah, I got to play huh. Smash, uh, Mario Kart. Um, I also since I broke the N64 out, I got um, Goldeneye. On N64, and we got to play mm-hmm. that a little bit. Um, that game is terrible. Yes, it is. <laughs> Thank you. Every time someone's like, it's, it's the key of games, I'm like, yo, it really sucks shit. Play it again. 20 it's years so ago. bad. It's, it's, only, it's only think, a product of its time, just like I th- Pocahontas. I think I have to get a uh, 20-inch tube TV to get the real experience back, and that graphics might be better. I'm not sure. Um, but it was really bad on a 47-inch TV. Yeah, um, a little, yeah, a little, yeah, a little twenty-seven inch Sony tube screen that weighs one hundred and thirty pounds. That would be, yeah, that'd be pretty fun. Yeah, and then uh, I got uh, two more Guitar Hero games because I'm falling in love with that game all over again. Um, I'm trying to buy myself the Rock Band like drum set, microphone, and all that too. Nice. Uh, I think I'm gonna do like a concert night at my house with a projector on my garage and some big speaker towers stacked up on each side. Invite the whole That's awesome. Have some fun. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. I'll drive out really for that. Yeah. So That's the that's the kind of karaoke I can get behind. <laughs> but uh other than that, um I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. Um I've been getting through the uh Proc Gens pod, uh podcast. Hey, thanks, um, bud. Um and then I've heard I got, of that. I listened to a few of the six minute talk show shit show that mm-hmm. uh Ben and Tech are doing. Um, for some reason, uh, Google Podcasts only has two episodes on there, so I didn't get to listen to any more than just two episodes. So mm-hmm. I was going to talk to Tech, see what we could do about that, see if we can get more. But uh, I'm enjoying he's in the, all He's of in them. the chat. He's listening. Yeah, so Tech, uh, I don't know if you know that's a, an issue or not, but you only got two episodes on that Google Podcast. So um, other than that, yeah, I've been – I started listening to my brother, my brother, and – And me? And me. Fuck yeah, that show's Like great. episode one? Really good. No, I didn't start at the beginning. I started, uh, the one I heard recently was them in like a concert hall. Yeah, doing okay. a live show? Doing a live show. It was really freaking cool, really funny. Yep. 
Yeah. Um, Hold on, do, was it the I, most recent one? I think so. Um, uh, the most recent one's called uh, The Fraternity of Bones? <laughs> yes, yes. They were yes, talking about giving, giving bones to octopus. <laughs> can, can scientists give octopus octopi bones? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, that was uh, the dumbest so conversation good. I've ever listened to, but it was really funny. But I'm going to start over and uh, listen their to whole, the end of the way. Their whole brand is being stupid. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's super good, dude. It's hilarious. The, so. the last episode before that's also live, and you should definitely listen to it, um, because they get into a conversation about <laughs> Mama Freddy's Turbo Spaghetti. <laughs> 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 and it's, it's real good. Um, uh, okay, so is that, is that all your bonnies, homie? Yeah, that's everything I got. Dope. Ben, we're going to go to you now. What, uh, what's, what have you been watching, listening to, reading, or playing that you want to share with people? You can do any, all, or none of the above, I guess. I just you finished really the just book. Uh, the Subtle Art of How Not to Give a Fuck. It's a very good book. It's uh, sort of what I talked, uh, I mentioned briefly with Bobby, is it covers sort of how to say no um, yeah. in just about every aspect of your life to leave room for things that um, that need to be yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Uh, it, it is a really easy read. It, the first half reads kind of meathead, and then the, about halfway through you're like, oh... <laughs> Let me read this to somebody. This is really relevant. Um, I'm also reading a bunch of other books, but that's that's just one of them um, that I actually finished. Have you uh, read Unfuck Yourself? <laughs> no. That's another one that's super good. All right. Um, uh, Kim and I are making our way through... Uh, we're slowly going through The Boys, but that sounds funny. Go ahead and clip, <laughs> yeah, that, sounded go ahead and clip that. Go ahead and clip that. Um, we're making our way through The Boys. That's right. Um, no girls allowed. Uh, and then, so we're also watching The Good Place, which I got tech on today. That show is incredible. Yeah, man, and I are going through it. Yeah, good. Where are you? Um, the Jin, not Jin Yang. Sorry, that's Silicon Valley. But the the monk kid just uh-huh. came to um, Kristen Bell's character and was like, "I'm freaking out, dude. You want to see my butthole?" <laughs> what? No, I haven't no? seen that. Okay. Yet. No, <laughs> it's B U D. His bud hole. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Uh, so we're at almost done with season two, and we got to swip, swip, swap from Netflix to Hulu to watch swipity swap. Uh, season three. Um, listening, nothing. Just watching The Office while I work. Uh, that's so not watching, listening, and then uh, playing. Uh, I feel like we're sort of in a game drought, so I've just been kind of warframing, really. It's uh, sure, it yeah. gets. I'm sure everybody's tired of me talking about it. <laughs> we call just so you guys know for future reference, we call Ben the Warman because he's like a Mormon, and as soon as he starts saying Warframe shit, people shut the door. <laughs> what games are you talking about? Warframe, Sea of Thieves. Oh, sorry. Yep, yeah, I only play games my friends hate. <laughs> Yo, Ben had a really unfortunate 2018 and 19 where yep. he loved Sea of Thieves and most people didn't want to give it time, including myself for a good part. And um, he loved Warframe and like a lot of people got tired of that game like six years ago. <laughs> and it's gotten a lot better. Um, I think it's, it's okay. I think it's uh, a, a jagged chart of people playing it and dropping off. Uh, I think it's still on the rise considering how much money they've got. And they just got... Dan Trachtenberg to rewrite their uh, the what do you call it the, the new game experience the new player new player experience yeah um, 
for sure. So Trachtenberg's um, uh, cinematic that he did for their Tenocon is also fucking amazing. Yep. It's yep. real good. So they're they're on the up and up, and um, their new content coming out this year looks fucking batshit. So all my all my Mormons are pretty excited. Uh, I try to play Apex and uh, sometimes, and that's that's really kind of it. I've got a bunch of old games installed, you know, like everybody else that I'd love to play. But anywho, that's all I got. Well, nope. speak, speaking of the boys, uh, I didn't know if you guys saw my post the other day, but uh, if you put a milkshake in one yard and crack a cold one in another yard, which yard would the boys go to? Yo, that the follow up to that. That's the like, follow up is so fucking. A milkshake good. has inherent as, attracting yeah. boys to the <laughs> yard value. Where it. a cold one requires. Yeah, please read it. It's fucking incredible. <laughs> as we all know, the milkshake brings the boys to the yard. The presence of the boys is a prerequisite for the cracking open of a cold one. But cold ones do not have any inherent boy attracting abilities. <laughs> <laughs> Milkshakes, however, do. All else being equal, the boys would proceed to the milkshake yard. While it is possible to announce the presence of cold ones in the hope of attracting some boys, the pull of the milkshake is much more powerful by comparison. <laughs> it's so fucking good. And then the follow-up comment after that is like, "This is all prerequisite by the prerequisited by the chance by the fact that the boys must in fact be back in town." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Uh, so, so dumb. So dumb. So dumb. Um, my <laughs> bounties for the week. Let me um, think about these. For some reason, I haven't been thinking. Um, Halo. I Halo, Halo, Halo. And more Halo. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know why I didn't think about that. So yeah, my grandmother and I are going through. We just finished going through Halo One, and then that group is going to open up to include Ben and whoever else wants to join us for Halo Two, Three, ODST, Reach Four, and Five, as we work on season two of Proc Gens. This is. Also coming after we worked in a nice trip to Chicago last weekend for Halo Outpost, which is a live, uh, a real, like, built-out uh, venue that feels like it's in the Halo universe, and all of the staff working it are in um, acting in the Halo universe. So if you ask them where they're from, they give you, like, colony and off-world names and give you, like, entire career, um, like, CVs that let like, you know what they've been doing in the Halo universe. It's super dope. Hmm. Um we had a bunch of fun and made a lot of acquaintances with 343 team members, including Kiki Wolfkill and Bonnie Ross, the founder, and Frank O'Connor, and just the fucking craziest fucking names. And, like, by day two, they knew us. People were pointing us out mm-hmm. and being like, the grandson and grandma podcast. And we were like, oh, fuck, this is a thing. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, other than that, I haven't been playing much. Sergeant and I are trying to work through the Rocket Pass still because it's uh, got another month. Um, those things uh, and then let's see listening Tool I've been listening to a lot of Tool because it's now streaming and uh, catching up on some music I haven't been able to listen to on streaming services for a while I had the whole disc- discography on disc but I got rid of those because you know who uses CDs anymore and I've been kind of freshening up that stuff also Big Data released a new album oh cool and it's very good yeah um that's watching or that's listening and playing. Watching, oh. I've been watching The Good Place, for sure. What's up, Ben? If you want a complete batshit insane EP, there's an artist named Poppy, and her is this new- the weird one that you shared that one time? Yeah, most of the album, most of the EP is very easy to listen to. Very okay. The middle song is so fucking crazy. Um, my friend Maggie said this is what this inside this is what she imagines the inside of Harley Quinn's head to sound like. 
Yeah, it's yeah. real weird. Pretty neat. It's real weird. Um, watching, I've been watching uh, Barry. That show is fucking incredible. If you're not watching it, I slept on it for an entire year and watched all of season one in a single night. How did you not feel it while you were sleeping? Weird. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, I slept on it. I got it. Stupid. Um, yes. No, it's it's super good. Bill Hader as both like a dramatic and comedic actor is a really interesting thing to see. Um, and he does a really good job. does a really good job. Um, reading, I'm in the middle of Troy Denning's Halo Silent Storm still. But I took a little bit of a break on that. Um, I got to meet and talk to Troy Denning for... About 45 minutes overall this last weekend. And he said, how do I do what you do? And he said... Oh, he just said keep writing. And uh, publish it in places. And let people see it. And then put something together that you really like and give it to somebody. Because it will find its way to where it needs to be, essentially. Which is, like, good and also one of those answers that's like, just do it. Um, But I actually told him a funny story. When I was, like, 12, I wrote... I started writing a little Halo book about Captain Keys when he was not a captain fighting like the colonial war Mm -hmm. and then i said the next year cold protocol came out and he was like oh damn you were on the right track though because cold protocol is about keys yeah when he's not a captain and he said there's this mormon writer and i was like orson scott card and he's like yeah there was about a decade where i would get an idea and the next year he would publish it (laughs) and i was like oh shit really and he was like yeah like it happens and every time it would happen to me i would be like no i guess it was a good idea but i'd always be a little upset that someone else did it yep yeah. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, that's it for uh, bounties. And as you know, our closing segment is our Smurf fact segment, which is a segment in which Smurf, who's in the chat and who's been active in the chat, gives us a fun fact to read. But we have this good little ditty that I'm going to put into a soundboard eventually. It played, but it didn't play. I'm every time. Production. Not every time. But, you guys so. taking notes? You guys yeah, taking notes of this production quality? You taking these notes? Production quality. Hold on. Smurfacts. Oh, yeah. All right. Got oh, it. Perfect. Did it. Done. Smurfact for this week. Hey, this is a callback. Um, Blood Mode in Mortal Kombat is in unlocked during the Code of Honor screen. Press A-B-A-C-A-B-B. If this was done correctly, the text will turn yellow and you'll hear Scorpion, K- you'll hear Scorpion say, Get over here. Get over here. Yeah. Um, That's going to do it for our episode this week. Uh, Started a little bittersweet saying bye to Bobby, but we wish him the best and we'll see him back as a guest whenever we have Nintendo shit to talk about because nobody here owns Nintendo. Mushroom tips. His mushroom tips. His toad. His toad chode. Nope. God damn it. I didn't didn't mean to actually say it. It just came out of my mouth. I meant to stop myself at ch and it it didn't happen. Um, Fuck. Sarge just broke. Chode just sort of fell out of your mouth. (laughs) Did you just say chode again? Oh, fuck. Now I'm saying. Anyway, (laughs) um, Eric should be back next week. um, And we're probably, hopefully, if we have this professor that we had on board, um, going to be talking to a professor from WashU actually about games in education, which will be fun. Hmm. Um, Yes, Smurf, that was toxic. I apologize. Um, But until then. Hang out, play games. If you want to play Halo with us, let us know. We'll have spots open, uh, I would imagine, um, at varying times. And uh, crush the fucking critics, my friends. Peace. Toodles.
Oh shit! Hold on. <laughs> I was, Fuck. I just let you go, dude. I was like, you know what? He's just yeah. I'm just this. like dismounting. Sorry. You can follow me. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna rewind a little bit. Toad you can follow Toad. me on Twitter. He saved Toad Show. Good job. <laughs> um, I got clipped. I'm proud of that. Oh, you can fuck. follow me on Twitter at LoveWub and on Instagram at LoveWub. That's also my Xbox and PlayStation tags. Uh, you can follow Nerdy Bits at Nerdy Bits under Nerdy underscore Bits on Twitter and underscore Nerdy Bits on Instagram. Uh, ben, where can people follow you? At Sketch Sawyer. Everywhere. Everywhere. And Ryan, where can people follow you, friend? Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitch, uh, Instagram, and Twitter as uh, Sergeant Sodium. I'm going to be starting my stream back up uh, this next coming uh, this next week. Um, I'm trying to get a few things uh, set in place so I can actually start doing that again and get some set days. Um, it's been literally two months and i've missed it entirely so uh i will be coming back next week for uh my toxic streams so if anybody wants to join i'll be there <laughs> i'm also uh i'm also trying to put out a weekly comic uh, an homage to blaster master it's about halfway through it's about 90 pages um if you look up my stuff it's easy to find to get 90 pages of backstory and i'm posting a page every week so you have reasons yeah. for following me the blaster master comic is fucking legit Thank you. It's real legit. Thank Too you. legit, someone Thank said. You. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, the stream, this stream is going to uh, transfer it's over gonna... to... Yes, too legit to quit, Panda. I didn't want to do it, okay? Too legit. Um, this stream is going to transfer over to Halo 2 Boom. in moments. And, <laughs> shut up, bitch. <laughs> and then um, from there, you can watch me and Ben and the, the Gran and maybe one more play some Halo 2. Uh, until next week, though, for you listeners out there, this time I mean it. Bye. But nobody said anything. They just fucking waved. <laughs> yeah, that's, so that's awkward. That's good for audio, isn't it? Yeah. Bye bye. Real, <laughs> Real good audio. <laughs> Thanks, guys.